Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Hashem, it's you. 
אך בכל זאת מדי פעם אני מוצא את עצמי חושב. Thank <laughs> you. 
ZANG <laughs> And 
ותוסף להשיב נפשנו אל גן העדן Shuvu banim, banim shayvavim. Shuvu banim, banim Shai Vavim 
Hashem b'simcha, ba yulifon of birnana. If do as Hashem b'simcha, ba yulifon of birnana.
with happiness There's no level you can reach When you serve Hashem with joy in your heart There's no way you can go When you serve Hashem with happiness There's no level you can reach When you serve Hashem with J.M. in the A.M. Zevi Kaufman's Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha. Moshe Auslander had Shuvu Bunim. Kedem from Benny Landau. Dovi Shapiro's This Is My Home. Oto Chalom. That was Aryeh Kunstler and Eliyahu Chait. No Dalacha. Eli Schwebel. Avram Rosenblum with Diaspora with Yiva Rechacha. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this January the 11th, day 9 in the month of Shvat, the year 5782, with 18 degrees here in New York. If you're not a cold weather fan, today's going to be a challenge. 47% humidity, winds in northwest at 15 miles per hour. Look for sunshine today and a high of 22. Tonight, clear and a low of 18. Tomorrow, we warm up, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 41 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 58. We're at 18 degrees here in New York City. As we say good morning on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM, the 11th of January of 2022, the brand new year on the secular calendar. This coming Monday is our Tubishvat special. Make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9 a.m. Plenty going on all through the week, of course. If you do not receive our... Uh, daily thread and or our weekly newsletter. Make sure to write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com, and he will take very good care of you. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. On a
crossed the line. For everything there is a time, so let's find out from the unfind. A little bit of fun is fine. Heart and soul, they must align. Together this one time, let's find the unfind.
down the streets I look alive No one knows what's going on inside So much I cannot do Just want to be more like you Does it even pay to try? Mm. I know when billion stars come out at night Each one with their own purpose, their own light Those stars are just like me
Shlomo Katz, and apparently some people are paying careful attention to social media because there is a uh, there's a post that actually more than one post that went up yesterday on Instagram uh, that um, looked like there was some type of association with uh, the Nahum Siegel Network and Shlomo Katz and maybe a new project. Well. We won't say more than that right now. All I could say is that there's some exciting stuff coming up, and we'll certainly have all the answers for you shortly. Not today, but shortly here at JM the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Shlomo Katz with Leif Tahar. You heard a time done by Simcha Liner, Mordechai Shapiro's One in a Million, Ari Goldwagon, Yeshli Hakol, Yehuda Glanz had Adam Yacholi Yot, and you heard Eighth Day with Una Messer here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at and the Nachum Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. 
Galaitza in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. Reminder, our two Bishvat specials Monday here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galaitzal, Amir Shalem, Ashashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Imashe Koreachshav. בעקבות הזינוק בתחלואת הקורונה בצהל, הרמטכ"ל רב אלוף אביב כוכבי החליט לבטל את אימוני המילואים בחודש הקרוב ולהגביל את יציאת הלוחמים הביתה, מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. בצהל יש היום יותר מ-6,300 מאומתים לקורונה, יותר מפי חמישה מהמספרים שלפני שבוע. בסיום הערכת מצב החליט הרמטכ"ל שלא להטיל עוצר יציאות, אבל כן להגביל את היציאות הביתה של הלוחמים במטרה לשמר את הרציפות התפקודית. בנוסף הוחלט לבטל את כלל אימוני המילואים בצהל עד סוף חודש ינואר. ארגון הבריאות העולמי מעריך יותר ממחצית מאוכלוסיית אירופה תידבק באומיקרון בתוך שישה עד שמונה שבועות. מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ רומי פרידמן. בהתאם לנתוני התחלואה הנוכחיים ביבשת, יותר מ-50% מתושבי אירופה צפויים להידבק בזן החדש במהלך החודשיים הקרובים, כך לפי ארגון הבריאות העולמי. רק בשבוע שעבר נדבקו יותר מ-7 מיליון בני אדם באומיקרון באירופה, מה שמהווה יותר מהכפלה של מספר המקרים תוך שבועיים בלבד. עוד עדכנו בארגון כי התפשטות הזן עדיין לא התייצבה, והזהירו מהתייחסות וטיפול במגפה. כאילו הייתה שפעת. עלייה חדה בפגיעות בילדים בבית, כך עולה מדוח הנוער של הרווחה לשנת 2020. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני חינוך איילת ברון. 1,580 ניסיונות התאבדות של ילדים דווחו לעובדים הסוציאליים בשנת 2020, עלייה של כחמישה אחוזים מהשנה הקודמת. ברווחה מזהים עלייה חדה בפגיעות בבית, לרבות עלייה של 12 אחוזים בפגיעות בין אחים. עוד נרשמה עלייה של 57 אחוזים במספר הילדים שביקשה הרווחה להוציא ממשמורת הוריהם. 55,321 פגיעות בילדים דווחו בשנת 2020, חמישית מהן בילדים עם מוגבלויות. באתר ויקיפדיה הוחלט להסיר את הערך על אירוע נפילתו של הלוחם בראל חדריה שמואלי, זיכרונו לברכה, בתום הצבעה שנערכה בין האורחים באתר. ניצה, אמו של בראל, שוחחה עם אמיר איבגי ביומן הצהריים. הייתי לגמרי המומה, לקח לי איזה שעתיים-שלוש להקל. כואב, כואב מאוד, כי בסך הכל בראל הקריב את החיים שלו בשביל המדינה. חשוב לי לדעת מי זה הבן אדם הזה, מאיזה לאום הוא מגיע. אני יודעת שרק אנשים שסובלים מנכות רגשית ומרוע לב יהיו מסוגלים לעשות דבר כזה. 26 שנות מאסר בפועל נגזרו על תושב בת ים בן 25 שרצח את אחיו בביתם לפני כשנתיים. מדווחת כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. בית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב גזר 26 שנים מאחורי הסורגים על מיכאל ניקולקין. לאחר שהודה והורשע ברצח בנסיבות מחמירות של אחיו למחצה יבגני לפני כשנתיים. על רקע סכסוך משפחתי בין השניים, מיכאל תכנן את הרצח, נטל סכין מטבח ודקר את אחיו. רק כעבור שעות ארוכות התקשר לצוותי מד"א והסגיר את עצמו למשטרה. בגזר הדין כתבו השופטים כי הוא גדע באכזריות את פתיל חייו של אחיו הצעיר, שכל חייו היו לפניו. בקבוק תבערה הושלח אמש לבית מגורים בצפון תל אביב. מאוחר יותר בלילה דווח על ירי לעבר אותו הבית, לא היו נפגעים באירוע, אך לבית נגרם נזק רב. מזג האוויר בעיר עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. חברת לבנת
Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Nice song from Yaakov Shweki. Uh, Yavo Hayom is the name of that one. Oseh Shalom done by Yaakov Chesed. Barak Grossberg and Avi Piamenta together with OMG. Rifoheinu, that was Hershey Rosenbaum. And Shlomo Katz, there he is again uh, after we uh, 
alluded on social media to the fact that we have a big project coming up with Shlomo Katz. There he is with Lule to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, 11th of January, 2022, day nine in the month of Shvat. It is one of those very cold New York days with 18 degrees outside, sunshine, and a high temperature of 22. Clear tonight, low 18. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. We'll get up all the way to 41 degrees. 58 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 18 in New York City as we say good morning here at JM in the AM. Reminder, our Tubishvat special is this coming Monday. Monday between 6 and 9 a.m. Our Tubishvat special here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. When you go to kosherdogs.net, enjoy a 10% discount with promo code Radio. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin Vilsev Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Basher Vilsev Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The great Tzadik Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Verdichev offers a beautiful observation as to why we say the words, Hashem Svosai Tiftach, Hashem, please open my lips before we begin the Shmona Esrei, the Amidah. The Gemara Brachos comments, that this pasuk is not an interruption between the brach of Geula and the Shemun Esrei, because once it was instituted by the Chachomim, it is considered like a regular part of the Shemun Esrei. Reb Levitzok asked if this pasuk was meant to be part of the original Shemun Esrei, so then why is it that the Talmud didn't say it straight out? However, he explains that the Gemara statement is obvious that in truth the Pasuk was not originally in Shemona Esrei, but it was added later on. Hashem Sosai Tiftoch is a tefillah to Hashem, that we should have the wherewithal to pray. In previous generations, when people were on a much different level, this short tefillah was not necessary. However, as we know, with each succeeding generation, there is a spiritual decline. Because of that, this pasuk was added as a tefillah, asking for siyata dishmaya, divine assistance in serving Hashem. We learn that there are two concepts that comprise our tefillah. One is tefillah itself, and the other is a request to Hashem that He should facilitate our tefillos. As it is known, Reb Levi was supposed to pass on after Yom Kippur. However, he asked Hashem, please allow him to be one more time in this world, to be Mekayim the mitzvahs, to fulfill the mitzvahs of Lulav and Esrug and Sukkah. He davened to Hashem to please wait and allow his neshama to remain until after Sukkos. Indeed, Reb Levi Yitzchak returned his neshama after Sukkos. The Chais of Lublin said that every day he would set aside a special time to thank Hashem for sending the pure and exalted neshama of Rebbeleviyot into this world. Indeed, the great Berdichver was a blessing for all the generations. May his merit shield over us and all of Klal Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser. 
bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Sunday, he was on his way back home from a wedding in Chicago. He was traveling alone. He said he came from Vilna, a survivor I could tell. I helped him with his suitcase. He could not walk very well. 
As the word gave us coffee As we settled on the plane I asked him why he bothers At his age there'd be no blame No simcha is a burden Although I miss my dear late wife Then he shared with me a story That has changed my view of life We danced round and round in circles As if the world had done no wrong From evening until morning Filling up the shoe with song Though we had no sifrei toira To clutch close to our hearts In the place we held the future Of a past so torn apart I remember liberation Joy and fear both intertwined Where to go and what to do And how to leave the pain behind My heart said go to Vilna Dear I pray it once again For the chance to find a loved one Or perhaps a childhood friend It took many months to get there From late spring to the fall Many others, close to four hundred and all. Slowly there was healing, darkened souls now mixed with light. When someone proudly cried out, Sinchastoy rise tonight. We danced round and round in circles, as if the world had done no wrong. Evening until morning Filling up the shoe with song Though we had no sifrei toira To clutch close to our heart In the place we held the future Of a past so torn apart We ran as one towards the shoe, our spirits in a trance. We tore apart the barricade, in defiance we would dance. But the scene before us shook us to the core. Scraps of cedar bullet holes, bloodstains on the floor. Turn to the eastern wall We looked on in despair There'd be no scrolls to dance with The holy ark was bare Then we heard two children crying A boy and girl who no one knew We realized no children We're among us but those two We danced round and round in circles As if 
Slimey Dax and David Dax together with Daddy Deer. Man from Vilna, that was the Lemmer Brothers. <clears throat> Both of those off of the Amudim event from the end of December uh, with that amazing content. Tamid Yesh Sibat, it's brand new. Tamid Yesh Sibat, it's brand new. Mordechai Shapiro here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, 18 degrees, sunshine and a high of 22. Yes, it's cold out there if you're in the New York, New Jersey area. That I could tell you, and probably a lot of other areas that are tuned in right now. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app, for Android and iPhone and comment away. Today is the day that many people say Parshas Haman, because it is the Tuesday of Parshas Bishalach week. So keep that in mind. That's right, Shabbashira is coming up. So keep that in mind uh, for those who want to say Parshas Haman. If you're not familiar with that, you could certainly consult with your local rabbi. Don't forget, we've got the Tuba special coming up on Monday. A lot of people talking about the social media posts where it's obvious that uh, something is happening with the Nahum Siegel Network and uh, Shlomo Katz in Israel. No details yet, but uh, we will give details, believe you me, uh, at the appropriate time here at JM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, Dr. Alan Kadish, who's the president of Turo College, is going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning just 15 minutes away here at JM in the AM. That's coming up and plenty more. If you keep it here at JM in the AM, we get an opportunity to speak to him about tomorrow night's event, which is a uh, certainly a, uh, a very interesting and good event. But on top of that, he was one of the first people we spoke with many, many, many months ago. You could actually call it years at this point uh, when COVID first broke out. He was one of the first guests we had on the entire topic. And he told us how, at that time, how things would be uh, handled regarding the uh, campuses and, uh, in general, how the community should handle certain things. We'll get his impressions two years later coming up here at JM in the AM. You have to know who you are. You're so hailing, you're so deep. Your mama's more like a douche. So don't forget wherever you go. Here it's a zam and midday
Eitan Freilich with Ivdu. You heard Maishi Tischler in there with Rakhayom. Ari Hill and Joey Newcomb had Chelek Eloka. Tuesday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. When you go to the uh, community calendar, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. You'll see that on uh, the 13th of January, there is a Turo College speech language pathology event. Uh, that's going to be happening. It's basically a virtual open house. The link is there. If you go to NahumSiegel.com and click on community calendar, the link is there and all the information about speech language pathology in the program. Uh, it will be available and you can join that on uh, Thursday at um, 6 p.m. via Zoom, part of Turo's uh, ongoing uh, outreach about some of their specific programs. Uh, Tomorrow night is Turo Talks, a Zoom program uh, that will uh, begin at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Again, you'll find the link on our community calendar, nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar. It is a conversation with Dr. Alan Kadish, who, of course, is the president of Turo, and Judge Ruchi Fryer, they'll discuss her leadership role in the Hasidic community as well as her unusual career path that, believe it or not, began at Turo College at age 30. And to talk about uh, tomorrow night's event and uh, no doubt to reflect on the last couple of years of this challenging time at the helm of Turo College, and I mean that only because of COVID, nothing to do with Turo, it's Dr. Alan Kadish, the president of the Turo College and University System. Dr. Kadish, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachum. It's great to be here. Uh, let's start with the event tomorrow night. Uh, is this unusual for someone to begin their college career at age 30? And uh, is it uh, more commonplace, as unusual as it might be, for this to happen at Turo? 
It's unusual, but certainly not rare or unheard of. Uh, many people end up beginning life on different paths, raising a family uh, in a profession that doesn't suit them, uh, spending time on Torah, and as they get a bit older, uh, they mature or now have more opportunities to do other things. So we have a school, actually, uh, that's designed for students who've taken a few years off from their education and come back to uh, school. R Rookie Fryer actually didn't go to that school. She went to uh, Turo College Flatbush, Lander College of Arts and Sciences. Uh. But um, this is something we, as I said, it's not common, but uh, she's certainly not the only one. Um, first Hasidic female judge, founder of the All Female Ambulance Corps. She's known as a trailblazer. Uh, can you tell us what is so remarkable about her? I think there are a couple of things. One is, and most importantly, her humanity. Uh, she really relates to other people extraordinarily well, and she cares about people and is willing to do whatever it takes that makes sense to help people in trouble and to advance the community. And what I think there are many people who have those desires. What, what's unusual about Rookie Fryer is that she also has tremendous talent. Right. Uh, is incredibly smart, incredibly personable, and uh, is able to make things happen. Uh, and uh, I think her career, both as a judge, and she's been a judge for several years in different settings, um, and uh, as you pointed out, uh, founding an all-female ambulance volunteer corps, which is, was not simple or uh, certainly not uncontroversial, uh, has shown that she's willing to work hard and accomplish things that otherwise seem extraordinarily difficult. Dr. Alan Kadish is with us, the uh, president of Turo. Tomorrow night he's in conversation with Judge Rookie Fryer. Again, you can go to our website, nahomsegal.com. The community calendar section, you'll see it tomorrow night at 8 p.m. The link is there to register, etc. Uh, we'll get on to other things in a moment, but before we wrap up about what you're doing tomorrow night, um, how about a word um, uh, for those parents and students out there uh, who would like very much, as I'm sure she did, uh, to stay in as Jewish an environment as possible while pursuing uh, their academics? Um, uh, that's something that Turo takes great pride in. Uh, tell me about how Turo helps people balance their academic and Jewish lives while they're preparing for their career. Look, at Turo College, it's very easy. Um, we have in the schools that are designed to serve the Frum community, schools which are Shomer Shabbos, which are kosher, and where life events are understood. Um, and so we try to make it an academically rigorous, career-preparing personal growth environment, but which also uh, not only respects observant Jews, but idolizes and encourages that behavior. Yeah. And we think that that creates a unique environment. And, and the fact is, because we have so many graduate schools which create all kinds of opportunities, and because our students have had success regardless of where they choose to go to graduate school, we think it's a great option. So Rookie Fryer is a great example of that. Uh, she started her education at age 30. She hadn't been in school for a while and didn't have a strong academic background before she got to Turo. 
And uh, as she'll talk about tomorrow night, uh, she was inspired by a number of her professors, went on to Fordham Law School, and then uh, went on to uh, success professionally, personally, and uh, doing great things for the community. And so that's the kind of environment we encourage. And uh, we've, she's by far not the only success story. And uh, we uh, pride ourselves in being able to uh, nurture those kinds of people's, people. One other uh, quick example is um, the uh, valedictorian of our uh, osteopathic medical school in Middletown, New York, last year. Uh, had six children when she started medical school, <laughs> ten when she finished. Oh, my gosh. Never took a semester off and graduated first in her class. <laughs> so uh, we have some extraordinarily talented students, uh, but we have programs designed to uh, try to nurture the best out of everyone, regardless of their talent level. Pretty amazing. I'm sure everyone listening is wondering how on earth someone could balance all of that. Uh, Dr. Kadish, in conversation with uh, Judge Fryer, uh, you can hear the story of Orthodox Jewish trailblazer, the Honorable Rachel Ruchi Fryer. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, go to our website, NahumSiegel.com, click on the community calendar, and you'll see the link where you could register for tomorrow night's event. A couple of other things, um, uh, President Kadish. Uh, it's no secret. It's been uh, in the media that uh, it seems that Turo is going to have an even larger uh, footprint in midtown Manhattan. Um, uh, it, 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 I assume that's the plan to, uh, I don't want to say consolidate, but I guess uh, to help grow uh, the university um, uh, with um, uh, with an with a uh, significant real estate acquisition uh, in Midtown Manhattan. So we actually are, in a sense, consolidating. Is that we're taking um, schools that were in separate facilities and bringing them together, and uh, we're very excited about that. And we're excited about that uh, for a couple of reasons. One is it uh, increases the possibility of collaboration among people in different fields on on the faculty level. On the student level, uh, it will create uh, a secure environment in a place that's very easy to get to and that high, has high visibility. And uh, it's not all our campuses. The undergraduate schools that are designed to serve the Orthodox community will remain where they are in Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. Right. But this is uh, most of our Manhattan-based graduate schools as well as an undergraduate program that's designed to serve the general community, will be housed in this uh, brand-new, beautiful facility, which we're extraordinarily excited about. And will that, when does that begin? Uh, in the near future, so, September? Uh, actually, it'll begin in January, January. of uh, 23, for the spring semester. And uh, we'll continue in our current environment, which is fine until then. But uh, this will upgrade our facilities and increase the possibility of collaboration. So we're really excited about well, it. Well, congratulations. It certainly seems significant, and it certainly seems to the benefit of so many, uh, both within and uh, outside of our community. Uh, Dr. Alan Kadish is with us, president of Turo. Um, it, it was two years ago, literally two years ago, that, uh, that you were one of our first guests 
uh, who was on the air to discuss the uh, what, what it then was uh, referred to as COVID-19. Now it's taken on a bunch of other iterations. Um, so number one, it, it sounds like from the conversations you and I have had over the last 22 months, it sounds like your campuses have adjusted to no matter what the situation is. I'm wondering with Omicron and the recent events of the last few weeks, if anything has had to have been adjusted in any significant way in the way that uh, things are happening on campuses. So, of course, it has. Uh, one of the challenges with dealing with uh, the COVID pandemic is that things seem to change every week. And one of the things that we've been lucky enough with a great faculty staff and committed students is to be able to adjust, as you suggested, based on what circumstances are. So uh, last Purim, we went remote uh, between uh, Erev Purim and Shushan Purim. That's two Purims ago, just reminding everybody. (laughs) That's two Purims ago. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. And uh, we've uh, tried to maintain as much in-person instruction as we can since then, but we successfully operated uh, for a couple of years, as you pointed out, in various iterations with a lot of our education being remote. We had hoped to start the entire spring semester in person. For some of our programs, which start at the beginning of January, these are graduate programs primarily, we've actually delayed the in-person start till later in January. The undergraduate schools, we're uh, our next semester start on January 24th. Um, we don't know for sure whether we're going to be fully in person on January 24th or not. The situation with Omicron is just too fluid. And as I said, we've had a great staff that's been able to adapt along with our students to changing requirements based on public health. It must get frustrating at some point for the leaders of your institution and the staff and faculty that so much of their day uh, at least this is the impression I'm under, so much of the day is dealing with these policies and changes and uh, strategies in order to you know, get as much done as possible. It, it, that, that our top academics and that our uh, uh, top administrative members have had to incorporate this entire subject into their daily lives has got to be frustrating for some of them. So I've had this conversation with a bunch of colleagues who are presidents at at other colleges, and I think probably the best word to use is exhaustion. Yep. Uh, It just takes a tremendous amount of effort to be able to figure out what to do at any given moment. And, of course, it's one of those situations where there's no real right answer. You try to make the best decision you can and create the best learning environment that you can uh, for a given situation. And it's often um, difficult because there are competing interests, all of whom have the best of intentions. Uh, And no matter what we do, there are people who say that we're being too restrictive, and there will be people who say we're not restrictive enough. And so trying to uh, do the best we can for our students while being buffeted from points of view uh, all over the place Uh, is a challenge. Um, It does seem that everyone who's in any way connected with the Turo system has uh, overnight uh, earned an MPH, (laughs) Master of Public Health, and is now an expert on what we should do. Um, And so uh, we've tried to do the best we can, making the best decisions to continue education while keeping safe. We've been extraordinarily lucky so far. Uh, We have had... uh, 
one or two either faculty members or police le- people closely associated with Turo who haven't made it, but it, it's been few and far between. And so we've been lucky, uh, blessed by Hashem. And um, we're going to continue to try to do what we can. But if you ask me, as of today, January 11th, what's going to happen in two weeks, I actually can't tell you because uh, I'm not smart enough to know exactly what's going to happen with Omicron over the next two weeks. The South African experience that had burned itself out after a huge spike is encouraging, but we're not confident yet that that is going to happen in New York or exactly when it's going to happen in New York, even if it is. There are some positive trends in the last week, um, a lower percentage of people being tested who are positive for coronavirus, uh, but we're still seeing a spike in hospitalization and a spike in deaths. So we're not out of the woods yet, and as I said, I'm not sure that we can predict exactly how things are going to progress over the next couple of weeks. You know, it's funny because of your background in academics and in medicine, I think that was the focus of our post-Purim conversation two years ago was predictions and how long you and others think this will last, etc. And I think, as you just indicated, just like you're out of that game now, I think everybody's sort of out of that game now. We just have no idea anymore. And nobody's uh, nobody feels confident to actually give a prediction because you never know what's going to happen. What 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 happens when a new variant is announced, uh, or you know some new? Uh, uh, do, do you roll your eyes the same way the rest of us do when when you get that feeling of here we go again when you hear of some new variant coming from somewhere on this globe? Well, look, I think um, do we say I, I can't believe this is happening again on one level? Sure. On a scientific level and a, and a medical level, uh, I think we know exactly what's going on. Viruses mutate. RNA viruses typically mutate. That's the kind of virus that causes uh, COVID-19 or the COVID pandemic. Um, so it's no surprise they mutate. What we're certainly not smart enough to predict is what the mutation will result in. And so um, Delta, which was the mutation responsible for the previous wave, um, was more dangerous and more lethal. Right. Omicron is much more infectious, but less dangerous on a case-by-case basis. And there's no way, I think, that uh, anyone could be sure that was going to happen. There are other pandemics that have kind of died out, we think, by less, less lethal mutations. So it's possible that uh, Omicron, which, as I've told people, if you don't hibernate, you're going to get Omicron. It's that infectious. If you're vaccinated and boosted, you very likely won't get sick. If you've had COVID recently, you very likely won't get sick. But if you're up and around and not very careful, you're going to get it. Uh, So it's possible that enough that Omicron, and I'm hopeful, that Omicron will drive herd immunity and that the immunity will be effective enough so that when we see the next variant, we won't be as susceptible to it. But... There's no way of guaranteeing that's happening uh, because the virus doesn't care about politics. The virus doesn't care about people rolling their eyes, and the virus doesn't care about exhaustion. The virus does what it does, uh, and uh, we have to be prepared to deal with whatever's going to happen. And if that, means, so, if that means getting used to living with it, it means getting used to living with it. Absolutely, and I think um, – I, I don't think Omicron's going to make it go away – I think there's a possibility that Omicron could make it be like the flu right. by getting enough people with enough immunity so that uh, it doesn't spread. 
Um, we, you know, one of the frustrating things is that uh, people who've been vaccinated, people who've had COVID, who think that they ought to have immunity, are getting it again. Right. And and fully understandably, that leads to a tremendous amount of skepticism. But the reality is that, uh, as I said, the virus does what it does, and we have to be prepared to do what we can. And I think that um, public health authorities, the CDC, uh, the World Health Organization, uh, have been in a very, very difficult position uh, because data are changing daily. They have to make recommendations before they have all the information they'd like. Have they made mistakes? In my view, absolutely. There have been some serious mistakes. But I think once guidelines are issued, they generally make sense. And uh, the current recommendations to continue masking, to get vaccine boosters, are probably still, despite some of the cynicism, the best way that each of us can act to help make this, as you say, something we live with that's kind of low-key rather than a crisis. So why is it a crisis? Why aren't we saying, let's just live with it, let's just forget about it, right. and uh, it, it won't be a problem? And I think there are two important reasons. One is, in many parts of the country, particularly in parts of the country with this vaccine skepticism, hospitals are simply overwhelmed. And it's not just COVID. Elective procedures are being canceled. Screening for cancer is being canceled. Nurses are out sick. Nurse-to-patient ratios have changed. And if you forget about COVID, if you're in the hospital with another illness in one of those areas, you're not getting good care because there's just not the personnel with the ability and bandwidth to deal with it. So there is an important reason in those places where hospitals are overwhelmed to say it's going to have a substantial detriment to public health if we let it run rampant. We're not there in New York yet. Hospitals are only up 90 percent. Hospitalizations are only up 90 percent but uh, or 100 percent. But we could get there soon if uh, infections overwhelm us. And so we're not at a state yet where we can say, let's just ignore it, because the healthcare system is going to get overwhelmed. Right. And the second thing is Omicron may be two to five times less dangerous than the other variants, but if five times as many people get it, which may actually be what's happening, then it's going to mean people are in the intensive care unit, people are on extraordinary measures to keep, keep them alive, and people are going to die. And deaths are going up more slowly with a lag, true, but deaths are going up. So Omicron, while it has some features that are less dangerous and that it's less likely to call pneumonia, it's not safe, particularly for vulnerable people. And ignoring it, we're not quite at the stage, I believe, where we can ignore it. I think we still need to, have, to exercise care, we still need to get vaccinated, develop immunity, and we still need to be careful in highly crowded public places that we don't overwhelm the healthcare system and allow the vulnerable people to get sick and perhaps die. And the hope is that it, uh, like you mentioned in South Africa, that it goes away relatively quickly uh, as compared to Delta. Maybe a couple of weeks from now we'll be speaking completely differently about this. Exactly, and that's why in, in our planning, as we talked about earlier, we're uh, probably, in a way that frustrates many people, 
we're saying we have a tentative plan, but we're going to have to be careful and adjust as public health conditions change. Right. Understood. Dr. Alan Kadish, he's president of Turo College. Always enjoy his uh, commentary, especially about the uh, COVID-19 situation, which he's done for us often over the last couple of years. I remind you that tomorrow night during the Turo Talks series, Dr. Kadish will be speaking with Turo graduate Judge Rachel Ruchi Fryer, discussing her leadership role in the Hasidic community as well as her unusual career path that began at Turo College. Uh, the link to register for the event is on our website. Just go to nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar, and you will see it under January the 12th. It happens tomorrow night beginning at 8 p.m. Dr. Kadish, good luck with tomorrow night's event. Continued good luck at Turo. Um, and Mazel Tov on the, uh, uh, the new facility as you get set to uh, move in one year from now. And uh, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Great as always, and I look forward to speaking with you in the future. Appreciate that. Dr. Alan Kadish, president of Turo College, on a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
כשיש עננים שמכסים את הכל ולא רואים שום דבר, רק עומדים במקום זה קצת לא נעים איך הכל מסתלק, נעלם ונסתר ואז באים חברים לחזק להרים מביאים משפטים של אנשים חכמים אני עדיין בחושך מחכה כאן לבד. יש רק אחד שיודע באמת מה עובר לי בפנים. יש רק אחד ששומע אלוקים, אלוקים. וכך במשך שנים מתרגלים לחיים, ממשיכים כך ללכת. עולים ויורדים, מסתובב לאחור, את כל זה עברתי, כל זה עברתי. ואנחנו גדלים, חברים מתרחקים, משפחה, ילדים, הקשיים הרגילים. 
Sadi kalatoh mo'nifro ki eres alvonon misker shesulin avehisashem chatzros elokeinu yafrichu. Yeah. 
J.M. and the A.M. with Shim Kramer and uh, Ben and uh, Ellie Kramer and Sadiq. Rakechad on Bayoni Z. You heard Rogers Park in there with Bissimcha and Hatov. That was Yonatan Razel here at J.M. and the A.M. My thanks to Dr. Kadish. Again, information about the event for tomorrow night uh, with Turo. Just go to uh, nachomsegal.com slash community dash calendar, and you'll see it under tomorrow night. And you can register for the event and enjoy that conversation. It should be a uh, wonderful program. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Sunshine today with a high of 22. We're at 18 right now here in New York. Woo! On this Tuesday morning broadcast. A reminder, we've got the uh, Tubishvat special coming up. This Monday is Tu Bishvat, the Tu Bishvat special between 6 and 9 a.m. This coming Monday right here at JM in the a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Your comments are always appreciated. RJ2 at JM in the a.m.
מחדש, מחפש את האור, שמעט נעלם את הדרך הזאת, אני מכיר כבר. בחיים צריך להפנים, יש לעצור, לשוב, רק ככה גדלים באמת זה פשוט, רק ככה שווים אליך.
Shines bright, the free town. Ain't a fire in a world like this, so we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see all the other lands truly need thee. Whether or not an embassy, sympathetic empathy will bring us to a greater peace. Uh, Cause we're the glory of the East. God's greatest gift runs deeper than the sea. Love and justice and truth we preach. Even on a shorthand, we still reach. J.M. in the A.M. with Avi Delavanti and Nisim Black together. Song is called Peace in the World. Tamid Yesh Siba and Abba, both by Mordechai Shapiro. R.J. too had Rachem here at J.M. the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast. I know a lot of uh, people have been uh, have had their curiosity piqued because of the um, social media posts that seem to be um, cross-pollinating between us here at the Nahum Siegel Network and Shlomo Katz and his team in Israel. Oh, believe you me, you'll know what it's all about soon enough. But right now, we'll just keep it uh, under wraps outside of those uh, couple of teases. Uh, but we've got some uh, big news coming up in that regard. And, of course, you'll hear about it right here at JM in the AM. Don't forget our two Bishvat specials coming up. That's this Monday between 6 and 9 a.m. We'll have that for you here at JM in the AM on two Bishvat. And... Um, and today, Avrami hosts the live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to utilize our app, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, in order to um, request songs, be in touch with Avrami, 
He's alive from 11 until 1 Eastern time and welcomes all of the uh, interaction with you, our wonderful listeners. Uh, more coming up. It's JM in the AM with Yaakov Shweki. Yeah. 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web and AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network and of course on the beloved NSNF. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM in the AM. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. My thanks to Dr. Alan Kadish of Turo. And a reminder of Rummy has a live lunch coming up between 11 and 1 o'clock. Use the app, our NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, to be in touch with him and interact with him. And the um, the material that um, was released on social media regarding uh, our special project with Shlomo Katz, that will be announced in due time. And we're very, very excited about it, to say the least. Have a Fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.